Want to get something off your chest? Have a burning sex question? Call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position? 513-6969-SEX. That's 513-6969-739. We will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air. Call us soon. What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're the first, the last, and my everything, and the answer to all my dreams. You're my sun, my moon, my guiding star, my kind of wonderful. That's what you are. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to another episode of What's Your Position? A mini-sode, a quickie, if you will. We haven't had a quickie in a while. We've been doing a lot of full frontals recently. Um, what the hell was that? Careful talking to your cousin like that, but <laughs> when we're talking about podcasts, it's fine, but... <laughs> Sorry. Very good. Just for the listener. Why did I pick that? What was that? Because uh, what are we talking about today, Ashley? Well, today we're going to talk about how to maintain a relationship. What are the key ingredients, the top five key ingredients for building a lasting relationship? Well, the reason I chose that lyric is I I knew it was a lyric. I feel like any good relationship needs... Oh, I got to turn the bass bass up for this one. Oh, God. A little bear of white. (laughs) That's a terrible Barry, Barry White impression. But that was a terrible Barry White. I saw an interview with him today, and he's just he was just lovely. He is lovely. He's kind of an asshole, but had this, such a great... He was talking to Conan. You know, he has some really great uh, songs about relationships and being in love. You can actually look one up and play one halfway through. When I get to number three, you can absolutely bring in some Barry. I'm down. You'll have to tell me twice to play Barry White. <laughs> So today, listeners, it's just us, and uh, I'm just going to give you some tips that uh, come from my heart and education and learning and experience and um, and also some tips from the good old internet because, you know, when everyone contributes to a Reddit thread or an Instagram thread and just kind of adds their relationship advice, sometimes you want to listen. You know what I mean? I do. Have you ever gotten uh, relationship advice from the internet? Um, not, not like I, I asked a question asking the internet, but maybe someone else did. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of curious about that too. And checked checked out the thread of what people were saying for that question. Did it work? Do you remember? Do you remember being disappointed in it? (laughs) Not specifically. No, sorry. Put me on the spot now. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's quickie. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um, so first and foremost, I wanted to remind everybody about the four love languages because I feel like this is a highly underutilized masterpiece of a book um, and of a set of rules to live by, not just in relationships with a significant other, but in your relationships with everyone else, your coworkers, yourself, your friends, your family, 
I think the four agreements are pinnacle to being a better person. Do you mind? Four love languages or four agreements? Oh, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Both. I'm sorry. You're right. Cause I'm here. I'm going into, there's five love languages and there are four ah. agreements. Okay. The and there are four. This is why. Thank you for catching me. So the four agreements are going to be tantamount to anything I talk about today. So I just wanted to remind everybody of what they are. So everything I say today is going to always come back to these four agreements, which would be always do your best and your best is going to be different every day of the week. Remember that, but always do your best. Never take anything personally because almost always what someone else does, says, or thinks about you has nothing to do with you. Except when they rate and review this podcast and specifically, (laughs) never done that. No, I hear you. (laughs) Don't make assumptions. That one's hard. Okay. So somebody says, oh, I can't keep these plans with you and you assume they're an asshole. But what if in fact they were sick or they got hurt and they're just too embarrassed to tell you, right? They should have done better and they should have been more honest, but you don't have to emulate those those, those faults. You can just not make assumptions and just free yourself from that burden, that spiral of, well, why did they do this? Did they do it because of this, because of this, because of this, because of this? And you're just reeling off things that you don't know anything about. The last one well, is I'm to- make, make an ass out of you and me. You, both of us. I go. don't want to be an ass. There you go. There's, what did we say last week? There's dicks, there's assholes, and there's- Pussies. Pussies, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be an ass. No, it's pretty nice to be a pussy or a, a dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. And the last one is to be impeccable with your word. So if you say it, mean it. And if you mean it, say it, right? Don't say things you don't mean. Yeah. And, and, and never, ever say something that you would regret the next day. So try not to speak out of anger. Try not to speak out of a place of emotion. Um, and really make sure that what you say is exactly what you mean. If you don't want to do something, say so. If All right, so this is the uh, last episode I'm ever doing with the What's Your Position what podcast. A dick. Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's awful. No. I'm making hope to do so this for many, many, many assumptions. Years. <laughs> uh, so overarching theme today is the four agreements. But the first tip (laughs) in making a, no, no, okay, you don't have to do that, but it's just funny. The first tip in making a lasting relationship is to know your love language and also know your partner's love language. We talked about this before. Yes, we have with husband, Kevin Weller. Right. And you should go back and listen to that podcast if you want a thorough description of the love languages but i am going to give them to you briefly here are we getting him back on sure what do you want me to talk about how handsome he is oh my god easy okay easy i, I don't just know say it. Uh, i like kevin i feel like uh okay once i have you get him going he's okay so i have he's, like a, he's very introverted a little bit but once you get him going so i have a spot later at the third spot at the third step that we're going to talk about today, we can discuss possibly the next time he comes on. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. Um, so I'm going to briefly go over what the love languages are. You can take a test anywhere online. The five love languages.com is a great place to go. Producer, do you know yours? Okay. Let me say them and then you can tell me yeah. what you think yours you is. Gave me okay. a little fresher. I remember okay. you talking about it. I don't remember they are though. Words of affirmation. 
include frequent I love you's, compliments, words of appreciation. Quality time is when people specifically want to spend time with their partner. Eye contact, active listening, and full presence are prioritized hallmarks in this. Um, Acts of service. Acts of service are things like bringing you soup when you're sick, making you coffee in the morning, picking up your dry cleaning when you have had a busy day at work. Gifts is a deliberate choosing of an object that represents that point in a relationship and the emotional benefits from receiving a present. It doesn't have, this one also always gets a bad name. And I, and I don't want anyone whose acts of, of love languages is gifts to feel bad about themselves or like they're shallow because I could give you a rock and you would know more sentimental than correct they just appreciate that you thought of them right. and you saw something and you were like oh my god i'm going to go out of my way to get this whether it's a flower you picked or four dozen roses that you bought, right? It's going to have the same value to that person. Gotcha. Physical touch. Um, this goes back to our childhood most most definitely. Um, cuddling on the couch. Sexual intercourse is, is huge for physical touch uh, love languagers. Kissing, holding hands. Um, this love language tends to come up frequently as a number two. Hey, number one. Uh, hey, number two. Do you not know what that's from? No, you got Did me you up. never see Scrubs? Oh, yeah, but not deep enough to watch. Oh, I hope somebody knows that. Um, anyways, it typically comes up as a number two uh, love language for almost everybody. Everybody wants to be physical in a relationship for the most part, right? Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a high priority for people. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think you fall on the love languages? I, all of them. Mm-mm, ooh. Why wouldn't someone want all of that? Okay. All right. Well, this is not. That's not fair. Like, I had to pick one of those. I like gifts. I like sex. (laughs) I like texting the weird middle of the afternoon. Hey, I love you. Hey, check. Hey, guess what? I love you too, dude. Like, I want all of that, please. Yeah, and most healthy relationships have all of those things. However, okay. And the other question, sorry, is all those things? Is that my love language to that person, Mm. or is that what I'm trying expected from that person? So again. Please go back and listen to the yeah. husband Kevin Weller episode because I'll, I didn't remember that episode. It's I'm just, fine. I'm turning I'm dials just, over I'm here. I'm just letting you know <laughs> when you find out what your first love language is—the one that you speak speak the most fluently—that's the one that you want someone to show you. But that's also how you show True. love. Yeah. What you're supposed to do in a relationship is find out what your partner's love language is because don't you want to love love them in the language they're most fluent in? And that kind of goes parallel with like, I'm thinking with sex, like I've had some girls like choke me and I'm not into that, but mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're doing that because you want me to do that to you. Okay, uh, I get me, it. I get you. Strike that. Reverse it. Yeah. You could have told me without you choking me. You could have just me. told me. I mean, I'm not, I, mean I, I, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> It was a visual cue that you... You could do like a sexy voice, like, hey, I like to get choked. Let's do it. Let's go then. Let's go. But instead, they choked you and they were like, I hope he doesn't think I'm trying to kill him. I get you now. Right. So, and that does go into the different levels, right? So, Mm -hmm. if you are someone like myself who appreciates acts of service, I really love when someone... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, does the dishes. Yeah, but you really like when... 
a husband Weller calls you out of nowhere or you get a text out of nowhere. I do. Like you guys do that very. We do it often. Grossly. Often. Yeah. 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 He is words of affirmation. Does he have like a, an alert on your calendar like every day to. He does. Oh. To text you? No. No. It, the alert actually is precious. He put it in his phone. Um because I had really bad anxiety for a few years. And so he put a reminder on his everyday calendar to check in and ask how I am. It's a good husband. Take note, guys. Yeah, and he ladies. does. And then he never turned it off. And so sometimes he'll just send me a text randomly <laughs> just to say what's he up, loves dude? me. Yeah, just, what's up? What are you doing? You I'm like, well, I'm working. I'm just working. Uh, but no, knowing your partner's love language. And since the episode with husband Kevin Weller, he actually has been doing more things in my love language and I've been doing more things in his love language and our marriage has never been better. Maybe the next episode is I host it. I'm like a Dr. Phil. No, I'm oh, Dr. Please Phil don't too. do that. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. figure it out. Yeah. No, I fucking agree. I, I also think another really important thing to know about yourself before you go into a relationship is what your attachment style is. So how you're going to attach to people and what you look like from the outside based on how you were raised. Are you ready? So a secure attachment is a healthy boundary, comfortable sharing their feelings, able to trust others, capable of grieving, learning, and moving forward, and does not attack or blame during arguments. Anxious preoccupied requires constant validation, has a history of emotionally turbulent relationships, is extremely kind and sensitive, feels insecure, has a strong fear of abandonment, and struggles with being alone. Dismissive avoidant does not depend on others for their emotional comfort, avoids being intimate or vulnerable, has very few close friends, has some commitment issues, and pushes away those who get close. Fearful avoidant is pushes away people due to fear of being rejected, so self-fulfilling prophecy, has a history of grief, abuse, or abandonment, struggles with relying on others, wants to feel connected but has a hard time trusting people, often has significantly low self-esteem. So the great thing about the attachment styles is you can fix them. So they're not part of your personality forever. Everyone can achieve a secure attachment type, but you won't know what attachment type you are until you learn about some past difficulties that you've had. So if you are somebody who feels insecure and requires constant validation, you're going to annoy a lot of people. If, if you're dating somebody and you're constantly asking them to text you when you wake up, text you every 10 minutes. If I text you, I expect a text five minutes later. If we hang out, I expect you to text me as, as soon as we're done. Or, you know, I want to know every time you see me that I look good. Like, those sorts of things come from a specific type of attachment style and they're not healthy. They're not good for a relationship, right? And as a guy, if a girl always wanted you to tell her how she looked, always expected a specific amount of, I mean, like at some point you're going to. That gets too annoying. Too it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit much. A bit. And that's different from words of affirmation, right? So when you know that your attachment style is borderline unhealthy, but you enjoy words of affirmation, you may enjoy it when your partner says, hey, you look nice today, but they don't have to compliment you on 
every single piece of your outfit. I want more of like a <clears throat> teammate, you know, like, hey, great job on dinner tonight, you know, or uh, hey, I saw your, I heard, I heard your podcast. Yeah. So, that was a good one, you know, like stuff like that goes, oh, you took care. Not just, I love you. I miss you. Like, I don't want You that. want specifics. I want like, oh, you're paying attention. Oh, exactly. And I'm going to do the same. That's the first thing you should know before you get into a relationship is what your love language is so that you can tell your prospective partner. You should know what their love language is because how selfish is it to only speak your language? And then then your partner's not getting what they want. And what your attachment style That's is. That's prostitution? No. Oh. It's a different language. No, but you're telling someone what they what you want and they don't. Yeah, basically, it's love prostitution. Yeah. 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 Good I mean, correlation. Get, I mean, they get money out of it, I guess, but... I suppose, but not in a relationship. No. 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 Well, it's true. Or and then attachment style, know if you need some help, if you need some mending, if you need some, some personal growth before you start a relationship. Do you have childhood trauma that you have not dealt with? Do yeah, you have but, past relationship trauma? I mean, I, I get the whole... Be honest, but like I said before, I went on a first date with a girl that was very honest, like too, yeah. honest, too honest with me. She peeled and, back all the layers. And yeah, so you just need to know the borderline. So I, that's, I feel like that's... That's therapy. Well, okay. So I'm thinking like you've seen Parks and Rec mm-hmm. and uh, Leslie and Ben mm-hmm. were so cute. And the, when they were like first started like dating each other, she called it a bubble, and that's like just like you're in this. It's like the first maybe month. It's the honeymoon phase. A little bit, yeah, I guess so. And you don't want anything to disrupt it, and talking about your emotions and <laughs> what you want in sex and what my family trauma is. That's outside the bubble. It's way maybe a. So I feel like those conversations maybe you should peek in, test the waters, but then when you're two or three months in, then you start okay, hey. Taking this seriously? Like, I'm in. Okay, so... I got daddy issues. Do you? Oh, okay, see ya. We got to connect. So, number two is expectations. In the first month to three months, I feel like, your expectations need to be that you want to know this person on a day-to-day, casual, friendship-blooming kind of level, right? This is not someone you should have any inkling that you're going to marry you shouldn't even have well, no. Sorry, I first am. three months. <clears throat> I'm in my thirties. I am looking for Mrs. Maine. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Sorry, but you're not going to. I wasted my time. Marry on a lot of someone in three months. No, but you're looking for I, signs. Obviously, you're looking at signs as can this progress? Yeah. So, so hear me like, out. Like, do I see this person? Can this progress yeah. further? Yes or no? Right. Not. Am I going to marry this person? In the first three months. No, maybe like maybe like six months to a year you can throw it out like Absolutely. Like, hey, do you see yourself like not me, but like I don't know how you throw no. it out, but like, do you believe in marriage? But do you believe No, like- I think that that conversation happens in the first three months. Oh, okay. I absolutely do. But I'm saying do not picture yourself walking down the aisle with this person in the first three months. No. Those expectations are massive. That's huge. What if that person doesn't want to get married? But, but no, I'm not telling them that. But what if they want to just be in a... Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. 
like so they never get married. They just yeah. want to be a, I don't want that. I want to get married. So then that's why you ask the questions. Don't that's have fine. these fantasies in your head like I'm going to marry this person. I'm going to walk down the aisle with this person without no. clearing up those questions. Like if No, no, no. I'm sorry. Let me back up a little bit. When I when I'm saying like pick like the first 3 months picturing picturing someone that I'm dating getting married with, I'm not telling them this. Maybe in weird ways, but I'm not saying like, hey, you know what? Things are going good three months in. I see I in wonder, a year I'm going to marry you. But I wonder if like... But some people do that. I know. Some people do and get some married. People, and, and some people do, and not often. I know. What if, I know the odds against me. But what... <laughs> no. But what if the reason that people haven't gotten married... What if, what if it's because they imagine that instead of living in the right now, right? Like they, instead of living in the bubble of right this second and like, am I enjoying this person as a person and then taking it to that next level later? Like what if the rush, you may not say it to that person. They may never know, but you've already had that thought. So are you not putting that into the universe as some sort of self-fulfilling prophecy? And then if they do one thing where you're like, my future wife would never do that, then that blasts that expectation out of the water. But that's right. And that's so high standards. Sorry. But that's the thing. Expectations. This is number two. This one might be a little hard, right? Expectations are difficult to manage in a relationship. Absolutely. You are in your thirties and I can't, I, you are not the first person to say this to me, right? So I feel like there's a lot of divide between those who are in relationships in their 30s and those who are not because I I could not imagine myself in a situation where I wasn't with Kevin. I would be lost. And if I met somebody, my first reaction would be, you know, could I make a life with this person? Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. But I think that's the problem. Oh. Uh, Hear me out, please. I'm here. I'm listening. What if instead of saying, can I make a life with this person for the first three months, you just say, can I enjoy this person? Can this person and I get along in everyday situations? Can I... Maybe And I said one to three. So if you've answered these questions and you've spent enough time with this person and you feel like you could move on to the next stage before yeah. three months is up, fine. Because 90 days is a long time. But what I'm saying is play the long game because the short game doesn't work oh, yeah. for most people. No, not a fan. It's not good, right? Yeah. And then what if you move too fast and then they, they're like, oh shit, I have to catch up. And they move way the fuck ahead. And then you're like, whoa, slow the fuck down. Got but on you that. thought about marrying them on day two. Could I marry this person? I got a good one. I, I dated this girl uh, for about a month or so and asked her to be my girlfriend. Thought things were going pretty well and it like surprised her. And she said yes. And then like I was driving home and texting me back. She was like, Hey, that was really quick. I don't know if I want to make it like official. I'm like, oh. Wow. Okay. You kind of put me on the spot. And I was like, okay, sorry. I just kind of felt the moment. Thought things were going good. And then like two weeks later, she was like, cool it. And then less than a month later, she broke up with me via text. Oh. Basically saying I was rushing her. Okay. Just to be my girlfriend. And then, I don't know, six, less than a year later, she got pregnant. So yeah. I don't understand women sometimes. So a lot of times, and I think that that's where, I think that's where a lot of confusion lies for men and women is that, is that every relationship is 
bizarrely upside down, right? In one relationship, a girl was mad that you didn't ask her to be your girlfriend. So the next relationship, you were more mindful of that. And you were like, I feel it. I should ask. And she was like, whoa, not yet, rodeo. And then in the next relationship, you were like burned by the last relationship. So you didn't ask them to be your girlfriend. And then in the, it's so it's this this cycle of expecting every relationship to A, be the same and B, behave the way you expect it to. There is something to be said for going with the flow. And I think that the first one to three months of a relationship, there should be a lot of of flow. There should be a lot of uh, grace. You know, if somebody makes one mistake in the first three months that you're dating, bro, if you're fucking literally breaking up with somebody because they forgot to text you back after the first, after the first (laughs) month or two, you're going to be in for a lifetime of disappointment. But it's funny you bring that up because a few months ago I was thinking about this, how like I really do when I first am interested in a, in a woman, not a girl, a woman, Mm -hmm. um, woman. And then I like picture like, Ooh, can I, do I see myself marrying this woman? And then I was like, well, why don't you just go with the flow? Like, I literally had that feeling like, why don't you just like, you've never really like, ha- like I kind of dated like, hey, back in my when band, sure. band days sure. when I could be a rock star. But now I'm like, why can't you just still do that? Like, why do you have to be like this? I have to pick you so don't. specific. But There's I, just, a- I don't like wasting my own time. I know. But what is, Sorry. why and is money. it a waste of time to spend time with someone? I've just gotten burned so many times. Right, but and that's what I'm saying. So you expect them to all work out the same. Sorry. <laughs> so unrealistic <laughs> relationship expectations. So this is when you're in a relationship, right? Not the not the precursor leading up to it. But when you are in a relationship, please do not expect your partner to meet all of your needs. First of all, you should be meeting all of your needs all by yourself before you ever enter a relationship. And that doesn't happen very often. That happens rarely. Um, But when you enter a relationship, please don't think that that person is there to fix you or to uh, make you come or to... um, Come where? Where are we going? uh, Out. Oh, okay. Um. (laughs) it is not your partner's job to do anything now a good partner will fulfill many of your needs but you should be okay if one day they're having a bad day and they can't fulfill that need it's very inappropriate for you to say hey you always do a and you didn't do a today so we're not talking we're all humans, man. Like, fucking back down, dude. Maybe, maybe your partner needs something. Team and effort. now you're not asking. And now you're just being an asshole. And now you're both mad. Believe that it's your partner's responsibility to make you happy. Again, you're in charge of being happy. Expecting your partner to just know what you're thinking or feeling. This goes back to the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Say what you mean. Say what you need. Do what you need to do. Yeah, but you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I got something on that though. Because thinking of my PAs, I tell them this a lot, and they don't understand the saying at all. Because I'm getting old now. Squeaky wheel gets 
the oil. Yes. They don't know that that saying. And I, I tell them, listen, there's nothing wrong with saying what you feel, mm-hmm. saying what you want. But if you're too squeaky, they'll replace you. Squeal, this is, squeal, this is well, true. I'm talking more about PAs, but just Job, a, yeah. a little bit with, no, t- but with this, this relationships too. About relate, that's a relationship for yeah. sure. Like, And you have to make sure that you understand your relationship with your significant other will not emulate the relationship you have with your boss. And it's not going to emulate the relationships yeah. you have with your friends. Like True. the relationships you have throughout life need tweaking, right? But they all follow that same pattern. You can't expect people at work. I told my friend the other day, she was like, I'm just not getting paid enough. And I was like, I agree. Say something. I'm too worried. Okay, then you're going to be upset. I don't know what you want. Either ask or don't ask. But I agree. You're underpaid. You should fucking ask for a raise. Say what you want. Yeah. Be impeccable with your word. Don't just get pissed because you're doing a lot of work and not getting paid for it. Yeah. Say something. Preach. Preach. Preach, lady. That's what I'm saying. Expecting your partner to change the core parts of who they are. If you fall in love with someone, you fall in love with all of them. And if you want to help uh, them. if they have like a weird toe, though? Oh, dude, if they have six toes, I'm going to already. Well, no, break. that's cool, but like a weird no, toe. Like a bent one? Or one without a toenail. Just, yeah. Something, Just weird. Something weird. I mean, then if that's your thing, then don't marry somebody with Just a weird toe. Guess we're having sex with socks on. Ooh, not cool. Well, I don't want to see that toe. Sorry, but that's a no. Move on. Anyways. Uh, if you expect this person to change because you're there, A, you're not that cool. B, it isn't about you. And C, you married that entire person. Not to change them, but because you loved that person. If there is something about your partner when you are in a relationship that you feel is dismantling your relationship or is a toxic part of them, talk to them about it and see how you can both change. When Kevin got sober, it wasn't just about Kevin getting sober. I had to change as a person too. I was extremely codependent. I still am in very many regards. And this man is still alcohol free. So he's doing much better at changing himself. And tobacco free. And tobacco free. This fucking guy. Yeah. So when you find that your partner is going through a tough time and you think it's time for them to grow, it's probably time for both of you to grow. Um, Please do not expect the relationship to constantly feel passionate, exciting, and new. This is really annoying. There are lulls in all good long-term relationships. You are not always going to want to fuck their brains out. You will sometimes want to fuck their brains out, and they do not want to fuck anybody's brains out. You will not always think that they are sexy. You will not always feel like you are sexy. Sometimes you just want to be fat on the couch next to somebody watching Netflix and not have to worry if you fart. And that's not hot. But that's a relationship. And sometimes you feel yourself and you are sexy as fuck. And you hope to God that your partner goes, damn, you're sexy as fuck because you're feeling it. And if they don't say anything, guess what? You can say, hey, guess what? I feel hot right now. And I guarantee you, your partner will look at you and go, wow, you actually do look really fucking good. Like, holy shit. Give me a twirl. Twirl it. Twirl it. Ask for what you want. Don't expect your partner to just know. And please do not expect your partner to always take your side. You are going to constantly have disagreements and that's okay. Debate is healthy for a relationship. Expectations are really difficult, I feel like. Um, Number three, sex expectations. I forgot to talk about this kind of stuff. (laughs) 
There it I is. Hey. It. Too much of anything. Oh. Not good for you. How baby. you doing? Oh, oh Barry. It's no, it's kicking in. Give a second. Just give him a minute. A little spo- uh, quick, a little unofficial foreplay. sponsor. Wild Basin again Wild today. Wild Basin. Cheers. I mean, just cheers to the Wild Basin. Yeah. And a very white. Pack it in. All right, Pack it out. What? What? Here we go now. Here we go now. Here we go now. If you don't like Barry White, go fuck yourself. Anyway, Ashley, continue. Um, things that can kill chemistry in a relationship, you want to make sure that you are keeping it fresh. Uh, do not hold resentments. Anytime you resent somebody, you want to be in the exact opposite side of the planet as them. And if you resent your partner, there's no way you're fucking. Withholding information. If we withhold ourselves, our fears, um, our emotional reality, our fire, uh, then we cannot divulge who we truly are sexually to our partners. Um, Self-abandon. So basically, yeah, if you have a pooch, own it. Fuck, if you didn't shave your legs today, own it. If you gained 30 pounds during COVID, own it. You and your partner need to be simpatico when it comes to our uh, our needs sexually and intimately. Sex doesn't always have to be about sex, but let's talk about sexpectations because after a while, it can get a little boring. You know exactly what to do to get your partner off. You know the exact position it takes. You know exactly how much time. You are always going for orgasm. Can I just say right now, if you want to save your relationship, stop having sex to have an orgasm. Stop it. Stop it. Sex should not be about an orgasm. That's not what it should be about. Reframe your thinking right now. Sex in a relationship should be about being physically intimate and close with your partner. And if one or both of you doesn't come, so the fuck what? You were naked. You were laughing. You were touching each other. Let go of those sex expectations. And if something isn't working in the bedroom, speak the fuck up. Let's come our next podcast aside. Sex expectations. I like that. Isn't that a good one? <laughs> Why don't we come up? That's a good podcast name. Damn. Thank you. I might make the title of this called Sex Expectations. That's who good. knows? Oh my God. That should be a whole podcast though. Bro. Who do, who do we have on the podcast? We don't have anybody. Nah. We could do a panel. No one wants to hear me. They want to hear it with you and somebody else. I well, chime in with the jokes. That's all I do. You're good with the jokes. I wanted to mention bringing some kink into the bedroom because sometimes it just takes a little shake up, right? Everybody likes vanilla. Vanilla is not a bad flavor, but sometimes you want to throw a little nuts on top or you want to <laughs> throw a little chocolate sauce in the mix. Crazy. Well, or, easy with the chocolate sauce. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Sometimes you want to throw a little, I don't know, blueberry. Who knows? Just so throw a tarp down. Throw a tarp down. What I'm saying is it's okay to introduce new things. Guess what husband Kevin Weller and I might do? I don't. I don't. You ready? We might go to a sex club. Okay. Okay. It's funny. Stephen Colbert just had one of his producer's mom go to a sex club when they told her she was interviewing an economist. And they're like... (laughs) No, you're going to a sex club, and she's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> so, to so like participate, I don't know, just to check it out. Yeah, just okay. to see, just to see what it's like, just to go and see, and I mean, I okay, 
I know this is very weird with some people because I, I know we're cousins and people think that's weird, but. Listen, the only way to We're educate way humans, at all. but <laughs> the only way it. to educate human beings about sex and to make people feel comfortable about sex yeah, and to make yourself We're not that open. <laughs> We're not no, I no. mean like but our, as a family, as friends, oh, yeah. as coworkers, as human beings, you should be able to talk about biology and what works in a relationship because the reason so many people get divorced is because they don't have they don't say, "Hey, do you shave your balls before sex or after sex?" And like what happens if this guy has I sex? Don't shave them. Well, see, there you, go. there you go. And who knows? I'm just I'm trying to do a a PSA to the listeners. Our, they might know that our family public is, service announcement. Our family is very open. It's all of our Nana's fault. It's, it's all her Nana's fault. fault, and we always talk about sex, and it's always awkward oh, for everyone. And it's fine. but I can see you guys going to one and maybe not just letting, walking around. But I can see you guys like maybe not letting others participate in your thing, right. but like doing your thing and while watching while other having people. other people. Yeah. yeah, it's a very voyeuristic thing, yeah. and we haven't found one, you know, post COVID that seems clean. True. But it's not off the table. And it's something that we talk about not while we're having sex, but while we're at breakfast. It's great, though. It's, it's, I laughed, but that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's when a you sitcom should do thing. It. That's, yeah, but that's, that's a, when you should do it. That's when you should do it. And you should be should honest. Be and it, was, it, didn't, it didn't make me feel insecure in any way. Like, oh, he wants to fuck other people. That's not how I took it. I didn't make an assumption. I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know, maybe... See what it's like to watch other people have sex. Watch what it's like to have people watch us have sex. Maybe you have sex with somebody. I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd go that far. But then you create boundaries, which is the next step in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Boundaries in any relationship. Romantic relationships need boundaries. How do you feel about me having um, opposite sex friends? Kevin doesn't care that I have a guy chat group with my friends Bunky, Al, Joe, and Nate. He doesn't care. He's a good dude because I know I've had problems in the past with that. I don't care if he talks to people. I don't give a shit. He has private messages on Instagram with old high school friends of his. And he's like, my friend Elise the other day told me that we should come to Australia. And I'm like, solid. Fuck yeah. I know who who Elise is. It's not that he hides these things from me. If I asked for his phone, he'd hand it to me. And same. So boundaries are very important. But the only way you know what your boundaries are is if you say them out loud. Your partner has no idea what your boundaries are. I don't like to be spanked during sex. This is not accurate at all. But what if you didn't and then your partner was like, I'm going to slap her ass. And then you were like, wow, cool. I have to break up with you. Like, you really need to vocalize what your boundaries are. Safe word. Safe words. There you go. Pineapple. It's a great safe word. Now, if I I was going to come up with one, it would be something, (laughs) a mouthful. Uh, (laughs) That's what she said. Cowabunga. (laughs) We're super califragilisticexpialidocious. That crossed my mind. I was like, that's too much. Make sure that you spend time apart. That should be a boundary, too. Sorry, I'm just picturing either a dude or a girl just, cowabunga, cowabunga. It's like it's a bad thing. <laughs> just spit my fucking wild basin everywhere. Like in, in a good way, like, no, I, I appreciate the effort. Like, cowabunga, cowabunga. No, just stop, just stop. Cowabunga. It's yeah. a, we're done. Um, I got to turn over. Make sure. <laughs> now we're good. Okay, now we're good. Cowabunga. Make sure. Wait, you want me to stop now? We need a new safe word. I don't like this improve. We need a new safe word. How much time should be spent together? And what are your values? So when Kevin and I started dating, I told him right away, I don't want kids. Right away. One of the filters I put on Bumble, uh, do you smoke weed? 
and do you not want to have kids? Yeah. And it was something. And then something... I get like five swipes and then I'm done. But see, <laughs> so I didn't tell him that until about six months deep. So first three months we were just fucking around. We were just having fun, enjoying one another, seeing if we were compatible sexually and compatible as friends. And then into like the sixth month it became, hey, I don't want kids. And he was like, I don't want kids either. And it was from then on, you move to the next stage, right? What are your values? What's important to you? I don't want to know that you don't want kids the first three months we're dating because why do you already assume I want kids with you? Creep. That's a big step, though. Not really. I don't know if I want kids with you yet. Like, that's a... No, but in general. What? Like, I, like I'm, I'm asking, like, I don't want kids at all. No, I know. But why do you need to know that in the first three months when you're just fucking around? Maybe in the third month. Maybe, yeah. That's maybe not three the, to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's a range. Well, I'm just saying. I think I, I think I, people rush it. I think they rush it. I think I, everyone maybe rushes it. Appropriate after or before things are getting dirty. Like, hey, we're about to have a very kind of fun, serious thing. Like, which can make a baby. I would like to know beforehand. I, if you are getting to the point in your relationship where condoms are being removed and you are having monogamous sex, then yes, you should have okay. that conversation. But if you are hooking up and you're dating them and there's the possibility that they could date somebody else and you're not serious enough to maybe make a kid with this person, but you're okay to like see where it goes, that's a, that's a peel of an onion that I feel is too much for like a one to three month kind of a thing. I get you. I feel like people need to slow the fuck down, Robert. Okay, I guess you make the rules. I am making the fucking rules. Number four, Professor Weller. Uh, take care of yourself, please. Please take care of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your relationship with yourself is going to be uh, tantamount in how you have relationships with other people. If you're not treating yourself with kindness, um, you're going to treat yourself 2021. <laughs> we're going to a concert tonight. That's how we're treating ourselves. There it is. And we're Ubering. Ayo, unofficial sponsor. I lied to you about the final song. I'm going to text it to you right now. Oh. Actually, I'm gonna let you pick it. Oh, you didn't want to play? No. The, the no. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we're playing that, but that's a different thing. Oh, okay. And well, just let me know. To, it's now. It's, so okay, the uh, the fifth and final, um, the fifth and final rule for having a long term relationship um, needs to be introed by the following. What are the rules? Oh Christ, I'm singing again. What are the rules when you've just turned black and you can't switch back? Well, you gotta go and find out the rules. Well, not the black part, but you get, you get the idea. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, for the outro, you get to pick the uh, song, but okay. it has to be uh, one of the two individuals that we are going to see tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? What are the rules? Literally, I am making five rules up for a long-term relationship, but I don't know what the rules are because I'm not in your fucking relationship. So the rules are going to depend greatly upon the base at with which you build your relationship. So if your relationship is built on lies, is built on a catfish scheme that you've created online, if you are going on a first date like a job interview and you are putting your best foot forward and then you become this horrible version of yourself, I can't help you, right? You need to be a good person 
before you get into relationships if you expect your relationships to be good. That's so hard, though. I know. It's really hard to be a good person. I know. Or you have to find the person who is just as shitty as you. (laughs) And then be with them. She's out there somewhere. Somewhere. This is Maine. She's out there. Uh, What are the rules? I think that first and foremost, you need to follow the four agreements. I think that you need to learn what boundaries are. If you are going to be in a healthy relationship, then you need to have healthy boundaries with yourself. Um, And I think you also have to kind of say, fuck the rules. (laughs) Like, what is the first rule of being in a relationship? Don't talk about being in a relationship. I don't know. Fuck the rules. Like, Get rid of them. Throw them out the window. It's that Fight Club. No, oh shit! No, broke, you're not supposed to. I just broke the first talk about fucking rule. Fight Club. Jesus Christ! It's like you don't know anything. Let's normalize needing space. Let's normalize going to bed angry. Fuck that rule. Don't go to bed angry. Go fuck yourself. I went to bed angry last night. Last night at Kevin. Yes. Oh, what do you I was do? pissed. What do you do? He fell asleep at 8.30 while his parents were at our house, while we were watching Harry Potter and having dinner, slept through the entire movie, woke up. Hold on, back up. Wait. Who chose Harry Potter? Me and his parents. His parents wanted to watch it? It's the the final movie we had to stop watching during COVID because they didn't want to get sick. Oh, so you guys have been... We've been watching them. And this was the final one. And he said he wanted to be there. We watched episode once or... or, um, Movie one. So you're gonna, you just did you did what we're gonna do with Nana. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. But I've done it with his parents, right? Yeah. So I watched movie one to catch Kevin up, and that he fell asleep halfway through it on Thursday night. Well, that's not one of the good ones. It's fine. It's but then last night he fell asleep again, and I was like, you know what? Fine. You're sleepy. That's okay. I get it. You wake up at four. No problem. We get up to go to bed, and we get in bed. And I'm like, I'm ready to snuggle, and he's like, Me too. I'm excited. And he goes to the bathroom and comes back, and I'm like, Are you ready to snuggle? And he says nothing. And he gets in bed. I'm like, Hello. And he says, nothing. And I'm like, um, excuse me. And I sit up and he goes, can you just be quiet? I'm trying to go to bed. Whoa. I was like, mother fucker. How dare you get cranky at me when you've been asleep for three hours? So I went to bed angry. Hmm. I did not wake up angry. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, Dr. Phil. adjust making mistakes and apologizing adjust change are you guys good now though no we're fine okay good no i love him so much i know adjust (laughs) setting boundaries adjust engaging in difficult um or, or normalize engaging in difficult and awkward conversations normalize struggling to maintain emotional intimacy normalize having needs being met outside your relationship normalize other human beings being different than you. That's hard high. to ask a lot of Republicans. And normalize um, healthy people setting boundaries. Normalize your partner setting boundaries. That's okay. That's great, actually. We should have Congress and the Senate <clears throat> force them to read the four agreements. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't talk about exes. Fuck that rule. Exes well, yeah. show your attachment patterns and how the relationship has spoken to you in volumes. Yeah, like Talk about you, your exes. What you learn from it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Relationship rule. Talk some shit too. It's fine. Wait fun. until how long before you have sex? What's the rule? With what? What are the rules? <laughs> the rule of what? How long do you wait before you have sex in a relationship? What oh, are the rules? I think about exes. Um, I think it depends on everybody. Right. Fuck that rule. What? Fuck that rule. Wait until a certain time before you have sex. 
Fuck that rule. Oh, I, I thought you were no. saying fuck what I just said. Like, ah, what? No, boo. No. No. Yeah, I've, heard, like, I've heard like the third date thing, like on the third date oh, yeah. you have sex. It's like, fuck that. What? No. no. I Wait a month. I still don't fuck know that. if I want to put my dick in her. Have Sorry. Have sex when you feel connected and grounded with your own body. Have sex when you want. Yeah. Relationship rule. Listen to people's relationship advice who have been together long term. Fuck that rule. Everybody wants and needs something different in a relationship and all relationships are unique. There will never be a relationship like mine and Kevin's ever. There will never be a relationship like my sister and her husband. There will never be another relationship like my friends who are married because there are two unique humans in those relationships. So my advice, you can take that with a grain of motherfucking salt. You can take this episode with a grain of salt. If you learn anything, I hope it's that you become a better person and not a better spouse. That's all. Yeah, because it goes hand in hand. Relationship rule, marriage is the ultimate goal. Fuck that rule. That shouldn't be the goal. No, it depends on the person though. But it should, fuck that rule because it fucks everybody else up. Like, I don't want to, I want to get married, but not in a church. Okay. You know what I mean? And I don't want a reception. Okay. I don't want to dance. I don't want to dance. You don't have to dance. I don't want to dance. You don't have I don't to do anything. You, mother-in-law. you can just go get well, married. Maybe. I'm go pretty get good. married I, at City I, Hall. I can, I'm a pretty good slow dancer. I just, when, you know, no. when the beat, when the beat gets going and they're playing like Bruno Mars. You're the white guy. I, I'm good. I gotta go. Can I go on stage and play bass to the song? Because <laughs> I'd be more comfortable. And then I can, then I can groove. Here's a fun rule. That's what I'll do. I'm going to play in my own wedding band. There you go. Boom. If you're with the right person, your relationship will be easy. Fuck that rule. Relationships are hard. Every day of the year, they take work. That is my full-time job, is being Kevin's wife and being his partner. And it takes, you have to pay attention. You have to know what's changing in your partner. You need to remember that around certain times of the year, they can go into a depression. You need to know how to manage their expectations as well as your own. And they're doing the same for you if you're in a healthy relationship. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Kevin has an alarm on his fucking phone. Because you put it there. I didn't. He put it there. That's what you said. Oh, there was one that I put there a yeah, really see, long time ago. See. He 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 came it. up with one uh to ask about my anxiety, but that's because that's more important than reminding me that he loves me, right? You are unique. You are a, a person who has a past and a history and have been through relationships that have formed you, but those relationships have nothing to do with the relationship you're about to be in. And in order to be in a long-term relationship, you need to treat it as if it was brand new. They don't know your ex. It's not their responsibility to put back the pieces that someone else broke. That's not their job. Their job is to be themselves. And if you love them because you think they're going to fix you, you're the problem. Amen. Learn the four agreements. Learn your love language. Learn your attachment style. Go to therapy and set some fucking boundaries. And make sure that you love your partner in the language that's fluent to them. Yeah? Got it. That's it. Love it. That's all. Seems appropriate. Thank you. No, the, the song. Oh. Oh. 
God, if he played this song today, I might die. He's not going to, but I would die. It'd be cool if they covered American Son. Ooh. I could see Rival Sons doing American Son. That would be great. This is J.B. Cannon, uh, for anyone who doesn't know. His voice is like sex butter. Satan is a woman. That's a fucking thing. The song is called Satan is a Woman. Um, we're also going to see Jameson tonight, who is another amazing artist. His I voice, thought about putting him, but I just don't know his songs enough. That's okay. So I, yeah. I was going to we'll, pick a we'll Jameson. We'll play him we'll in the play future, yeah. no, He wants to come on the podcast. Speaking of... Uh, let's put it out there again that there's any bands or artists oh, out there that have anybody even if like you're like old school like your music is like 20 years old and you're not doing it anymore send it over right. like, we'd love we'll to play just it. play it we love playing music on yeah. this podcast music speaks to so many different levels and relationships and this song is sexy as fuck uh, please make sure you check us out uh, on Instagram at what's your position podcast send us an email on gmail what's your position podcast.com and hey guess what we have you can call me call me whoa uh it is 513-6969 sex call us leave a message we will play you live on the air question comment anything fart into the phone whatever you want to do man just leave us a message 513-6969-SEX and you're not gonna get a hot lady on the other end sorry it's a voicemail it was just the best number for our it's just it's just it definitely sounds like a porn it sounds like a hotline hotline Um, we 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 will will play you we might do in the future though make it live you can call in live like love line we're going to try in the future, yeah. We're going to see how that works. That'd be fun. Um, just make sure you follow us. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you enjoyed this quickie. Take care of yourself. You are the only you that will ever be. Take care of your relationships. Make sure you're managing expectations, setting boundaries, um, and communicating. Number one, we love you so much. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay fucking sexy. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.
Hey everyone, it's Corey and Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast. A little background on us. I've been a school teacher for seven years. I have a brand new baby and I love to read. And I've been working in the film industry for the past six years. I don't want kids. And the most reading I do is Netflix captions. Every week, Corey and I scrutinize movies, music, video games, food, and everything in between. We have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories. Plus, some amazing musicians we know like The Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny Podcast.